For an audio version of this review, check out Why Watch That Radio on most podcast providers. And you can give us some love by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. We appreciate your support. All right. So The Last of Us season one is here from HBO. Um, if you don't know The Last of Us, The Last of Us is actually, it used to be it maybe still of us. a video game. Watch out. The Last of Us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What was I saying? From. It sounded like last oh, from. Oh, from us. No. Oh, yes. The Last of Us. Based off of the video game, if you don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a TV show. Season one, HBO. Now, credit, you're going to tell us. Um, is this made in real life version just as good as playing it as a game? Oh, you know, you can't ask me that because I haven't played the game. Uh, so, you know, that's the end of that. Which, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, you know, that's not up to me. Because if you are a fan of those video games, that's up to you to determine how you react to the show anyway. I mean, who cares what anybody else has to say? Um, and there are other people who will handle that. So I won't be, I will be someone who is coming in fresh. Now, this is co-created producer by the creative director of the game. Oh, Okay. So that's Neil Druckmann, and it's also created by Craig Mazin, who um, actually created HBO's Chernobyl miniseries, which was great. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, and it stars Pedro Pascal. Um, we also have, you know, Bella Ramsey and um, a bunch of other people that I'll get to. So it starts in 1968. And there's a scientist played by John Hanna, and he posits this, the horror of a pandemic of mind-controlling fungi. He says they do this to smaller organisms. The problem with us is uh, basically the temperature in our bodies is too high. But if they adapt, they'll be able to take over. So like invasion of the body snatchers, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Okay, so he says this in 1968. How was that received? That's a quick scene. We then shuttle forward to 2003, and we meet a father and a daughter. So the father is Joel, played by, of course, Pedro. And the daughter is Sarah, played by Nico Parker. So, okay. And, And Nico is actually the daughter of Tandy, or Tandy Way now, Newton. Mm. So we see their whole life, you know, father, daughter, she's a teenager, that whole kind of thing. But it's a nice little relationship. And he also, uh, Joel, that is, has a younger brother, Tommy, uh, who's, of course, Sarah's uncle. So they set this living scene. And, you know, after school, Sarah goes to the neighbor and the neighbor is taking care of her mother. The mother is essentially catatonic. There's a dog there. You can kind of see where this is about to go. Because dad, in the middle of the night, is called away from home. You'll see why we don't spoil here. And of course, this is when a big outbreak begins. So we have Sarah alone at home. Of course, the dog pops up. She's like, what are you doing here? Let me take you back home. And you know, the whole time you're like, if the dog doesn't want to go that badly, (laughs) you may not want to go either. (laughs) It's like it's the same thing where you're watching this going, okay, if animals are running like intently away from something, 
You try to take them in that direction and they refuse, follow the animal. Anyway, we know what happens. She goes into the neighbor's home. What does she find? There's blood involved. I'll put it that way. So, you know, there are planes flying around, you know, with, with lights shining down on people. You don't know who's been overcome or not until you see what they're doing. What's their behavior? So, it you know, it's like a body snatcher thing, but also like a zombie thing, if you think of it that way. So what's going to happen with Joel and Sarah and Tommy? How do they reach each other? Can they escape? Where are they going? Can they figure out what's happening? You know, if somebody's stuck on the road, do you stop for them? It's that kind of um, high stakes situation. Now, it ends tragically. I will say that way. I say it that way. And then we go forward 20 years to 2023. And we see Joel, he's making ends meet in uh, the Boston quarantine zone, the QZ there. And it has a militarized power structure. You can imagine what this is. So he's smuggling and trading amidst all kinds of illegalities. So where's Tommy? What happened to Sarah? You'll know if you watch some of those answers. And he intends to find his brother. What happened to him? Now he has a, a smuggling partner, Tess, who's played by Anna Torv, who is the lead in Fringe. Yes. And she's introduced in a way because mm, they're looking for a battery, like a vehicle battery. Why? What do they need that for? And how are they going to get it? There are a bunch of unsavory personages that they have to deal with. We also meet Ellie, who's played by Bella Ramsey. And she's in the clutches of the Fireflies. Now, the Fireflies are a resistance group that's led by Marlene. And uh, Marlene is played by Merle Dandridge, who actually was the actor in the video game. So that's the one person that transferred. Um, no one else did. So, okay. What's going on with Ellie? Because Marlene has Ellie locked up. Why? Ellie's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Is she? And how do all of these people connect? Because what does Marlene want with Ellie? I kind of knew watching it toward the end of the episode. You kind of know even more, but I see where they're going. I'm like, I kind of know what's going on with Ellie here. Also, Marlene wants to leave the Boston QZ. Why? So there will be a connection among all of these people. Joel and Tess and Ellie and Marlene and the other Fireflies. And there's also FEDRA, which is the Federal Disaster Response Agency. Already you go, okay, no, no good. <laughs> no good. So they got to contend with them as well. You can't just roam freely. You're in a QZ. All right. So, of course, there is going to be this adventure thing where they have to take Ellie somewhere. Are they going to get the battery? What's really going on? We got to dig deep into this. What's actually happening with this outbreak? Is there a way around it? You know, all of that is going to be a part of this. And I would say that the two main actors who are Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, I think they're appropriate anchors for this show. I mean, Pedro has the weight you want. He grounds it. And um, Bella is present. 
She's a present actor, which is good. She's always paying attention. I like that. Um, to me, it was nothing new narratively so far. It's just the first episodes that I've seen. Again, I haven't played the games. I was kind of like, okay. It reminded me of The Walking Dead and DMZ. If you combine the two, that's kind of what I felt from the first episode. Um, now, of course, we have other zombie stuff, starting with the you know godfather of zombie, uh, Romero. Uh, even Why the Last Man, if you think of post-apocalyptic stuff, even though that show was not a success. And one of my favorite post-apocalyptic depictions uh, is The Leftovers on television. But that's biblical, you know, the rapture, all of that. That to me is one of my faves. Where does this land? We'll find out. I think they had a good opening. I don't think it was great. I think it was good. I think it was solid. Um, the overall success, though, is going to come down to time. How are they going to develop the story? How are they going to develop the characters and introduce new characters? Because there's a whole bunch of people that haven't been introduced yet who are in this cast. Also, what's the balance between story and characterization? I always start getting antsy when they just start talking a lot in these kinds of shows, like even The Walking Dead. Like The Walking Dead, certain seasons I liked, others I was just kind of like... Like, these people don't interest me at all. So that's me. So, you know, you can judge based on whether you agree with that or not for The Walking Dead coming to this show. I think, again, the first episode, they had an appropriate balance. Also, will they have the right pace, right, and urgency? Because that's always my thing. I don't like you to waste my time. So when I'm watching something, I don't want to just be sitting there watching people talk for no reason. Even if there's dialogue there's got to be immediacy to it some of that's in the writing and some of that's on the acting so we'll find out i will keep watching based on the first episode nothing mind-blowing or new but good cool all right well that's the last of us from hbo so that sounds like something that you um want to check out thanks for joining us for up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.